I copied out on it. She said. Bogart nodded. Good. He'll keep Decker on track. They both knew that Decker was not always the best at communicating. In fact, he pretty much sucked at it. Bogart looked down at Dabney again. Nothing in the guy's record to indicate something like this happening, and show no connection that we can find to Berkshire. Jamieson said. There must be something, unless it was completely random, and that doesn't make much sense either. Bogart nodded in agreement and then glanced at the monitor. The dying man's heart rate and respiration danced around like bare feet on sizzling coals. Chances are very good he is going to die without saying anything, but if he does say something, we'll be there," replied Jamison. Time for a short break. Let's continue reading. The bathroom door opened, and out came the nurse and Ellie Dabney. She was tall and broad-shouldered, with long legs and a slender waist and narrow hips. Her features were quite attractive: the jaw elegantly structured, the cheekbones high and firm, the eyes large and a pleasing light blue. Her hair was long, and she had let it go naturally silver. She looked like she might have been quite the athlete in her youth. Now, in her early sixties, the mother of four grown children, three grandchildren, and one mortally wounded husband, the stricken women appeared about as close to death as one could get without actually being dead. Bogart placed a chair next to the bed for her as Jamieson rose. And help the nurse guide Ellie over to the chair, into which she into which she fell rather than sat. The nurse checked the monitor, gave Bogart an ominous look, and left, closing the door behind her. Ellie had reached through the rail and gripped her husband's hand, her forehead resting against the top of the bed rail. Bogart stepped back, and Jamieson resumed her seat. They exchanged glances while listening to the women's quiet sobs. Mrs. Dabney, we can arrange to have your children brought here 
when they get into town he said after a few moments he didn't respond to this at first but finally nodded do you have that information or is that someone else we can she lifted her head and without looking at him said my daughter jules she still know that she pulled a phone from her pocket tapped some keys and passed it to him Bogart wrote the phone number down, handed Ellie her phone back, and walked out of the room. Jamison put a hand on the older woman's shoulder and said, "I'm so very sorry, Mrs. Tabney. Did did he Walt really hurt someone? The FBI they they said we don't have to talk about that now." Ellie turned her tear-stained face to Jamison. He couldn't have. Are you sure someone didn't shoot him? You see, Walt wouldn't hurt anything. He he. Her voice trailed off, and she placed her forehead back on the rail. The monitor started to beep, and they both glanced at it. But the device quieted down. We are sure, Mrs. Tabney. I wish I could tell you otherwise. There were a lot of witnesses. Ellie blew her nose on a tissue and said in a firmer voice, "He is not going to recover, is he? The doctors aren't hopeful. No, I didn't even know he owned a gun." After studying the woman for a few seconds, Jamison asked, "Did you notice a change in your husband recently?" "Well, what was the change Ellie noticed? We shall know in the next episode. Now it's time for a short." what is the first thing that comes to our mind when we hear the term privacy well for me privacy is no more than a misnomer and a paradox now we know that as individuals over the past 1000 years or ever since humans being became domesticated humans cannot live without thing that comes to our mind when we hear the term humans cannot live without essential commodities such as water housing clothing but over the past three decades humans haven't been able to live without technology such as phones tvs computers and now over the past 10 years we have adapted to this new form of messaging 
Once upon a time, it used to be in the form of telegram, then fax, then email. So email is still in vogue. Human beings in their propensity to be lazy. They don't want to work too hard. They use this messaging application called WhatsApp. Over the past seven years, it has become an essential commodity as far as communicating between two individuals, between groups, and between individuals in a group is concerned. Why? Because for that, all you need for this application is an internet connection, nothing more. And that makes it easy for individuals to use it. Yet the fear of privacy has been a looming factor since we are using this application. And the fear is that one's text will be read by another, by a third party, not the two individuals, or one individual may leak one's text to another person. Well, that's something that has always been in an individual's mind, but that's not the discussion tonight. The discussion is that the term privacy is a paradox. It's a misnomer. Human beings never had privacy. If you go back into the ancient times, medieval times, or whatever nomenclature one may want to use, human beings lived in caves. The caves had no door. So one's friends, relatives, neighbor could walk in and out as they please. So a thousand years ago, there was no such information which we feared would leak. So that's an important thing. But yes, privacy did not exist. There was no thing, nobody even thought what is privacy. That's 5% of human civilization in existence. But as human beings began developing technologies which would be used for communication or ex exchanging sensitive information, the term privacy started coming back. It became an important component in human conversation. Now that's very important a component in human conversation. If you ask a person, what would they rather have? Water or using an application for communicating, they will forego water for days or even for hours, but they cannot live without using that application because it's very important. Now, this application, which is owned by another pseudo-media giant, or social media giant, as you want to call it, though I agree with, disagree with the term pseudo social media giant. They're not giants. They're just normal everyday companies, but we give them so much importance. On one hand, we fear that our privacy is in trouble because these companies do not have a proper policy. Their policies are vague. Their policies are not transparent as far as the definition of privacy is concerned. Yet, we use this application over the past 10 months, ever since humans were forced in their homes. This was the only way to communicate. It's an irony. We didn't like this application because of the fears of her information getting out, sensitive information. But on the other hand, there was no other way to communicate with an individual when face-to-face -face meeting was not allowed or was limited. Now, in the last week, this particular application, which we all love, 
WhatsApp has come up with this new policy that they will share our information with another company, the company which partially or wholly owns it, which means that the fear is if we put some information in that application, our information will go there. And they have put a caveat. It's almost like take it or leave it. If you don't accept the new terms, then you won't be able to access the particular application or messaging messenger. I would not call it a privacy policy. Where is the privacy in this? It's more like an extortion policy because they're simply saying, if you don't agree to our terms and conditions with the lack of a proper privacy law in India, then your information will be sent to another group. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's why I say privacy is a paradox. There is no thing such as privacy. It never existed. I'll give you an example. Let's go back 50 years. Whether we were in school, colleges, or our workplace, we would always give our home address that we would receive and send letters, which means that the sender, the receiver, and the middle management, that is the post office, always had our address. So where was the privacy? You weren't giving address to whether the person was known, unknown, whether you were in school or working or college, you had to give your home address because that was the only way to communicate through physical letters. Nowadays, people prefer giving their email address. An email address has replaced the physical address. But yes, some form of your personal knowledge is known to people. So where is the privacy? There is no thing such as privacy. What? Privacy fears are we talking about? I don't see the logic of this privacy fear emerging because it seems completely weird to talk about privacy in a world where privacy never existed. So I would call this an extortion policy. Let's see what exactly has this particular company said. The updated terms state that WhatsApp will share data with businesses and therefore by extension with government and law enforcement agencies. The data available with this application will start assembling its parent company, Facebook. Facebook shares data with governments on request. And this particular application is doing the same. So we are worried about our data left unprotected. What data are we talking about? Some information of ours is always in with somebody else. We have somebody else's home address. Somebody else has our home address. Some school or institution always has our address. When we send them physical mails, they know there is a receiver. Then the receiver's address is on the back. The sender's address is on the front. There is a middle group called the post office or the courier service who also knows the address of the said receiver and the sender. 
and then in a lot of ways we tell people what our profession is we don't tell people where we live so where is the privacy what privacy are we talking about are we worried about our photos getting to individuals who should not get our photos then the best thing is the irony is that we use facebook to put photos and then when these photos land in wrong hands what defines wrong hands i don't know but if they land in hands which can misuse this then we say our data is being misused or stolen well in the first place don't put so much of information on these sites and if you put something make it so vague and neutral that it may not be used in the way you want don't cry over spilt milk yes this particular application will be changed once this becomes enforceable but let's not start worrying about privacy because privacy has never existed just like social media is a misnomer modern day is a misnomer if you we if you listen to my previous episodes i have elucidated on what is modern what defines modern especially in sports and other things so let's not get too into the definition of privacy it doesn't exist now the question is can individuals live without this particular app well that depends from individual to individual that's completely on the individual if they can live or not live without this particular application this application is free you can send messages you can send videos text audios photos documents all with a click and what documents do we send that's on us if we are hearing that it may land in the wrong hand or it may be misused or everything that we say or text to others but it's not exactly clear what one means by sharing data because data is a huge term data can mean anything and data has always been shared with others so let's not get too worried about this the only way is don't share certain information just share what is neutral share what is common so that it's for everyone let's not start fearing about things which are not in our hands or in this case it's in our hands so when this particular company says privacy policy change that's the biggest paradox because privacy has never existed i will keep reiterating on that there is no thing such as privacy we always talk to individuals somebody knows something about us whether it's private or not private or generic but they do know how they use it it's on us if we don't give our information to others then we can have we can control it it's how an individual controls information don't tell everyone everything or delete that information well even if it's deleted it's there somewhere in the servers yes that's paradox we might have to deal with but that's the whole idea that's something we have to deal with so let's not get too disturbed about this new change of extortion policy 
it the option take it or leave it and 95% of individuals will say fine if we don't consent we will lose the the services and we want this particular application because it's free one doesn't have to work too much hard and and you could be in any part of the world all you need is an internet connection sometimes email may not go sometimes the size of the file is too much for the email application here you can share up to some here one can share up to some size how much is it how much is it well that depends on what we share we can share videos audios because it's easier to send on this application to lot of people in the group rather than making rather than sending it through email and most individuals do not read email unless you tell them check your email as far as this privacy concern is there first of all remove the term privacy from your dictionary because it never existed go back 50 years ask your parents grandparents somebody always knew something about us whether it was your neighbors schools community centers some it out there some information is always out there so there is no privacy it's how we control it so let's be smart about it let's not panic over this and then the solution is don't make your number a business number make your number a normal communication number and there is always the option of not using this particular application use it less use it smart and that's how you tackle such a situation now let's get on to something more interesting if you have seen over the past 30 hours india was criticized because australia in the eyes of a few pseudo experts played well what is the definition of playing well well we shall discover it as we discuss this so steve smith got back his hands as he has been as the buzz has been there for a while right and of course there was a criticism around bishop fund dropping catches and who did the criticism come from from individuals who themselves dropped a catch and this debate about funds keeping versus batting versus having a keeper batter or a batter keeper well that depends on the situation i think both the catches were difficult let's not repeat things like the catches should be taken but i think 340 in and around that is a good score it depends how how india bat of course at this point india are 34 for 0 with rohit and gil doing the job they are supposed to do so let's get on to a few things of course rohit's inclusion means a lot because it will bring that confidence as far as the openers are concerned which is very important india is doing well at this time they are around 40 for 0 so 40 for 0 in 15 and a half overs 
the first time in this tournament an opening partnership has crossed the first 10 overs with Mayank and unfortunately the future Hall of Famer Prithvi Shaw not able to do the job. I think I don't want to worry about that. Yes, everybody was waiting for Rohit Sharma. Yes, Jadeja turned out to be the hero with four wickets. Smith batted well, but if you look at the Australian batting, they were 200 for two. Then they collapsed. 200 for two, then they collapsed. The numbers 5, 6, 7 did not contribute. Nothing from Matthew Wade. Nothing from Cameron Green. Well, despite him not scoring much, he is still my guy to be there for the next 10 years. And nothing from Tim Payne. And yes, there were a few contributions from number 8 to number 11. But apart from Labushania, the debutant Will Pukoski and Smith, who made around 280 of the 338 runs. Nobody else contributed in that bowling lineup. And when that happens, it's not good news. Yes, Smith got runs, which is great news for them. That yes, after all the struggles in the first two matches, Steve Smith got runs. Good news. But nobody else even came close to contributing anything. Look at the contributions. 60 from Will Pukoski, 90 from Labuskanie, 130 from Steve Smith. You add that, 60 plus 90 plus 130, around 280. And they have scored 338. So 85% of the runs came from these three batters. The 15% will add 24 from Mitchell Stark and a few dubious no balls from the third umpire. Well, we can debate that later on. But at this time, I would I would not criticize the Indian bowling. Rain will play a huge role in this match. It looks as the looks like a flat wicket. So I think India did well to restrict Australia to 340. And how many can they score? It depends on the two batters. If they have a partnership, it takes the pressure of Pujara and Rahane, Pant, Jadeja, Ashwin. We also have a few very good batters. We have all-rounders at number 5, number 6, number 7, number 8. And Jadeja's inclusion has been the biggest positive. But as far as the drop catches are concerned, I am not concerned about the drop catches. Before we go further, let's take a small break.
welcome back after the break let's end tonight's episode with this beautiful song i wanted that way by backstreet boys yeah you are my fire the one desire believe when i say i want it that way but we are two worlds apart can't reach to your heart when you say that i want it that way tell me why ain't nothing but a heart ache tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake tell me why i never i want to hear you say i want it that way am i your fire your one desire yes i know it's too late but i want it that way tell me why ain't nothing but a heart ache tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake tell me why i never want to hear you say i want it that way now i can see we have fallen apart from the way that it used to be yeah no matter the distance i want you to know that deep down of me you are my desire the one desire you are you are you are don't want to hear you say ain't nothing but a heart ache ain't nothing but a mistake don't want to hear you say i never want to hear you say oh yeah i want it that way tell me why ain't nothing but a heart ache tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake tell me why i want to hear you say don't wanna hear you say i want it that way i never want to hear you say i don't wanna hear you say i want it that way tell me why ain't nothing but a heart ache ain't nothing but a mistake tell me why i never want to hear you say never want to hear you say it i want it that way because i want it that way this ends episode number 309 310 on the 8th of january 2021